We're not going to sit here and tell you Tila Tequila is wrong about science. It's Flat Earth Theories this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That, the party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. How's Michigan? Michigan's good. Um, I just purchased a new um, to-do list slash habit-forming app, which for those listening at home, that's about number five, I believe. You love Um, these productivity apps. I do. And the thing is, I I never get a new one because I have a problem with the old one. I just get a new one because I just like see it in like the app store or an ad for it or you may like kind of it, thing and it's i'm not like coming it's time from for a, a new one it's not coming from a place of like oh this is the one that will change my life no not at all i mean i used my favorite was productive and that one i actually paid for a yearly membership and it was like five dollars i switched to one called done which was great it's super simple the easy, easiest interface it's literally just make tasks that you want to do every day and swipe when it's done done now this new one is called streaks and it focuses a lot on how many days in a row you can do whatever the task is yeah i'm i'm excited to to try this new one specifically just, in, in while you're back home i mean just like- in general i mean I, I, i'm obviously more can considerate of uh not doing things and staying too busy while i'm on this trip so Mm -hmm. i've only added things like hey read for at least 20 minutes every day hey journal hey uh do you do a gratitude list like i haven't added like clean your room or stuff like that because right i have a few that maybe you might want to add uh one is enjoy the greenery because michigan's so much more green and yeah. California is right now, which is currently just the entire state's on fire and it's terrifying. Uh, two, Lots of greenery. Yeah. Uh, to uh, enjoy, what's the, the pizza that's like got like a caramelized crust on the oh, bottom yeah. of it? Oh, yeah. It's like Sicilian style. Yes. Uh, yeah, they call it Detroit style. Um, square yeah. pizza. You're referring square to square pe- pizza. Yes. Enjoy as much square pizza as you Deep can. Deep dish square. And then maybe a third one you can add to your to-do list is go on YouTube, go down an insane wormhole of conspiracy theories, maybe like flat earth theories. That's the psych alert going off. I'm going to bring in our wonderful, wonderful guest. She's a writer and performer. You know her from UCB and the internet. Please welcome Kylie Brakeman. Hi, thank you so Hello. much for having me. Of course, of course. for being here. Um, how are you holding up during this, uh, during these uncertain times? These very uncertain, uh, unprecedented, if you will, these mm-hmm. times. Um, I am doing okay. I'm sitting in LA in my house that was built in like 1910. And so the windows don't fully close all the way. Like the mm. wood is just kind of like, crooked and so smoke is here smoke is um a little present in my room um but it's like mostly fine i have a fan on it's not as bad as like if i were in northern california but if i step outside it feels crazy yeah yeah it definitely feels like you're walking in a fireplace or like somebody dumped 
a massive amount of like like many urns tied together many dumped urns. on the city. Let's get into it a little bit. Uh, Kylie, flat earth theories. Why do you know that? Oh, I love it so much. I love conspiracy theories. And I honestly, I loved it more before uh, mm -hmm. all this started happening, before it became our mainstream reality. Um, now it's gotten a little bit harder to watch because I know that this algorithm feeds you directly into QAnon, directly into lizard people and all that. But like, I'm always fascinated whenever I have an Uber driver who is a conspiracy theorist, which is like more than once for sure. I probe them the whole way because they volunteer this information like immediately. Like if someone believes in a conspiracy, they will tell you right off the bat. Like this mm -hmm. guy who was driving me was like, you know, the Rockefellers, the Rockefellers, they put magic in the billboards to make you buy stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, like suggestive advertising. And then he's like, no, it's magic. It's brainwaves. And they live in the billboards. I'm like, sweet, we're in. And <laughs> so <laughs> we, he drove me from Westwood to Eagle Rock, so like an hour. Um, and I just asked him questions about his life the whole time. There was another kid in the Uber pool who like immediately just put his headphones in and looked at me like, why are you doing this? But it's just so interesting to me. Um, so I, I watched uh, the Netflix documentary Behind the Curve when it mm -hmm. came out two years ago. And honestly, most of the information that I have to provide is um, just directly regurgitated from that. <laughs> plus a little bit of extra research on the side. Um, but yeah, I think I watched like one video in like 2016 when I was in college and it was like this like very poorly graphic designed like 30 minute thing that we all just watched when we were high one night and it like rocked my world. <laughs> and so I just love it because it's so crazy. Uh, is this your favorite conspiracy theory or like do you... Do you have other favorites? And this is just one that you maybe happen to know more about. I think that this is actually my favorite because I think it is the most baseline harmless. Mm -hmm. Like it, of course, like feeds you into different things like anti-vaxxing, which is harmful. And like coronavirus is a hoax thing, which is harmful. And I checked in on my favorite flat earth conspiracy theorists, YouTubers today um just in preparation for this and they are full covid hoaxers now so it's a it's pretty it's less fun for sure right um but baseline if you take it on its own least harmful mostly affects no one right yeah it's just this person believes this <laughs> dot 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 well i mean it is affecting idea. it's affecting the feelings of astronauts i'm sure I'm yeah, sure Buzz Aldrin is getting yeah. his feelings hurt. Yeah. There's a guy, um, okay, so there is a whole genre of flat earth music. Um, and there's this guy named, or his channel is called Conspiracy Music Guru. He has a song called, Do You Still Believe We Went to the Moon? Um, and in it, he has a whole verse about how Buzz Aldrin is a proven liar because one time 30 years ago, a guy went up to him and was like, do you really believe that you went to the moon or are you lying about it? And he punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and so they were like, oh, well, if he refused to deny it, refused to engage with this crazy person, 
that means that he is lying. Um, I mean, that's airtight. It's airtight. It's uh, completely, it's completely, there are no holes. Um, but yeah, the famous guy, Mark Sargent, who is the main guy in the Behind the Earth, uh, Behind the Curve documentary, he's the big shot. He was saying, like, in his initial, like, launch into, um, like, flat earth celebrity status, like, he was making these videos and he realized, like, he was like, oh, no, I thought that I would put out this video and a bunch of scientists would come to debunk me, but nobody could. Nobody did. I didn't have anybody in the comments telling me that what I was doing was wrong. So, therefore, they must be stumped by my argument. Mm. And it's like, no, I just think that nobody wants to engage with that because it's so, so much. But he's taking it as I, the superior intellectual, have stumped them. It's like the um, the meme that I've seen that's like arguing with somebody and it's like you say two plus two equals four. And then they say, well, two plus three doesn't equal four. <laughs> right. So. So there. Ergo. So let's say aliens came down and they're like, all right, we heard this crazy thing because we can see clearly from outer space, the earth is round. But some people here seem to believe it's flat. Why? How did this start? What is its origin story? We don't understand. What would you tell those aliens? Well, I mean, I guess I don't know how it like officially started. Um, behind the curve traces it back to a guy who they were not able to feature because he's a loose cannon. His name is Matt something. Um, <laughs> but like basically he demanded that he get 12% of the profits, $5,000. Um, and like they had to propagate the idea that, um, Mark Sargent, who is the other celebrity flat earther, was um, a government puppet designed to infiltrate the flat earth movement and like cause some kind of drama. There's a lot of infighting within the movement, but that's its own separate point. Um, but basically he views himself as the creator of flat earth. Like he started doing like flat earth stuff like before 2016. Okay. Um, and then this stuff kind of took off a little more like Mark Sargent became like the big guy in town. And so people are starting to follow him. And then it became like a bit more mainstream. We had like B.O.B., the rapper, yes. came out with a song um, called, I believe, Flatline or Flat. I can look it up. But um, he said he was a flat earther. Some more kind of like fringe celebrities started saying they were flat earthers. And then I think where the media goofed up is they started covering it, which if they had just left it alone, I don't think anything would have happened. But like, yeah. it's just endless stories of people going, whoa, who are these crazy flat earthers? Which only makes them go, like the crazy people listening to it, like, huh, well, I'm crazy. Maybe I should go Google this. So it yeah. just became this weird thing where it's like the media is like, look at these nutso people. And then the, it makes the fringes of society go like, well, I don't like the way that they're talking about them. That's how people talk to me sometimes. I'm going to go on this rabbit hole. Yeah, there was, I think, a real turning point when uh, Kyrie Irving, 
uh, yes. at the time, He's at least, the, the, the Cavaliers basketball star. Uh, he joined B.O.B., who we referred to, Tila Tequila is oh, a big flat yes. earther. A and, name in science. Yes. And Women Sherry in Shepard. STEM. <laughs> <laughs> you got to support. Lean in. Lean in, Tila. Lean in. So uh, Kyrie has this quote that is right before the 2017 NBA All-Star Weekend where he said, for what I've known for many years, what I've been taught, the earth is round. But if you really think about it from the landscape of the way we travel, the way we move, and the fact that can you really think of us rotating around the sun and all the planets align, rotating in specific dates, being perpendicular with what's going on with these planets and stuff like this? And it's like, yes. Yeah, no, it actually, that's gravity. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's how it The thing that's keeping us on the Earth is the same thing that's keeping it all spinning up there. I mean, what he's bringing up is actually, like, kind of beautiful because if you take what he's saying and then just, like, see it in a different light, like, he's just profoundly impressed by the majesty of the universe. And (laughs) he's like, it's it's crazy that it's all like this. And it's like, yes, it, it is. We've been debating this question for centuries. How did we get here? What is our place? How did all this, like, perfect design sort of happen? Is there God? Like, all of these things are, like, perfectly valid to wonder about. It's just the idea that it's, like, how is our entire reality, how is it possible? And it's, like, yes, but flat Earth is not, is not the answer. Right. They also say, um, I don't, you said something about uh, how, like, when we travel, they yes, have a yeah, yeah, belief in the flight plans being evidence yes. of flat earth, which is very yes. interesting to me because they're saying because most flight uh, logs, and this was the video that put Mark Sargent on the map. This was like his big claim to fame that people started talking about uh, flight patterns, but like planes would typically go over land. Um, and in their flat earth model, they've, their, uh, their version of the globe is sort of like a Pangea of like what it looked like millions of years ago, but it's just kind of all like all the continents are one big landmass. And so they're saying because all the planes fly over mostly land, land must be this one big mass. Um, but then I looked it up cause I'm like, why is that? And I know it's not true, but what's going on? And the simplest explanation was just, like, we fly over land so that we don't crash into the ocean and have no survivors. Like, we fly over land so we can make emergency landings. And also, planes do go over the ocean. He was claiming that he... They do. They do. I flew to Europe. I went over the sea for a long time. It just simply happens. And he's claiming that it doesn't happen, but it very often does. Daily. I would very much... I'd very much like to talk to him about my flight to Australia and how every time I looked out the window, it was water. There was no land. It was water. The earth is what, 80% water or something like that? That yeah, seems we simply lower do fly over it. We simply yeah. do. <laughs> we love I, to see it. And you have to wonder, like, what's, what's the reason that's so much work to make fake ocean for airplanes to go over? The, 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 like, the plot just becomes so complicated. Like, yeah. the simplest explanation is, like, like, they don't want it. They want 
the most complex thing they can think of. And if you say, hey, that doesn't work, they're like, you're right. Here's 10 other reasons why it doesn't work. So then you have to point to all 10 of those things and then it just spirals out from there. Yeah, according to a uh, New Yorker article that like really delves into this uh, that I highly recommend if you want to read up more on the flat earth stuff. There's basically before Sargent, before a bunch of the other flat earth YouTubers and the community came together to really start hanging out and going to conferences and we're going to get to all that stuff in a bit. Um, the modern case for flat earth derives largely from a text called Zetetic Astronomy colon, Earth, not a globe. That was in 1865, and it was this English inventor and religious fundamentalist named Samuel Rowbotham, very British name. Uh, basically, uh, the Earth's flatness is there, and most, it's got a lot of stuff in there that's very, like, uh, let's just call it questionable. The <laughs> ideas gained traction when he died, and then his followers formed the Universal Zetetic Society, and then they published it in a magazine, and they basically were like, astronomy is ridiculous. Evolution, please. Alternative theories, yes. Earth could be a cube. Why would it be around? This interests me. Do we think Earth is a cube? I love that. I love. I wish. I love the creativity. It's like, how does it work? Um, yes. I know that a lot of flat earthers like are very dismissive of the cube theory. They're like, oh, those idiots who believe the Earth is a cube. No, I believe the real thing, which is we are surrounded by ice. Will I ever go investigate? No, I never will. <laughs> You would think that one of them would just simply try. Yeah, and I mean, that is the basis. Like, if they are trying to come at this from a, quote, scientific, you know, uh, if they're using the scientific method, let's say. Scientific method says, I have an idea, no matter how crazy that is. Because, I mean, when you think about it, many, 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 many years, right? We were like, oh, we are the center of the universe and the sun revolves around us. And then Galileo was like, hold on, not so fast. I have this crazy idea that it's the other way around. And they were like, Galileo, you are crazy. Get the fuck out of here. We are going to kill you prematurely. And he was like, no, 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 but wait, hear me out. So like, you'd think that they would go about trying to prove flat earth theory so the they in, behind the curve we see that they they do try this um mm -hmm. and they have a crazy name i don't remember what their name is it's like globe busters or like something <laughs> but they're like a scientific group of like engineers who actually like develop some pretty scientific experiments to try and prove that the earth is flat and they show that time and time again they keep proving it's round like they keep <laughs> one after the other Prove it. They were like, if this laser goes through this cardboard at exactly this height, it means the Earth is flat. But if it goes way above this uh, cardboard thing, that means it's round. I don't remember what the experiment was, but it made sense. And they, uh, they like, it was supposed to go through this like one um, area on the cardboard, and then it didn't. And then they were like, okay, now put it to the higher point that would prove that it's round, and then it worked, and then they just went, it's really interesting. Um, we don't know why that's happening. And it's like, it's very simple. 
you were proven like everything they do they had like some crazy explanation for why it didn't work but it's like they are scientists they're doing like like they're so smart that they're able to like come up with these experiments why not just go into real science it doesn't make sense i love that they call themselves the Globusters. even if that's not their actual name i would it's like maybe it not the scientist name it is definitely a flat earth group i just don't remember if they are I, the scientists i just love the idea that they were like there's Ghostbusters." We could be the Globusters, and they were just like, "Barry, you done it again, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> and they just decided, they got like bowling shirts that say Globusters on the back. Like I just imagine it being like a fun thing for them to do on Sundays. That's another flatter um, element of culture is the memes, the mm-hmm. memes, the music, the song, the culture that surrounds it is um, very prolific. That's what I really liked in uh, Behind the Curve and why I, you know, when you were saying it's kind of like the most harmless of of conspiracy conspiracy theories, I remember watching it and being like, man, these people know how to have fun. (laughs) Yeah, they have music. They have folk songs and they kind of slap sometimes. Yeah. Like, is the content crazy? Yes. But the sound, I can get down to. Yeah, I agree. Do you feel like part of the culture uh, exists in sort of the historical aspects? Like the idea that this guy, a different Samuel, not Robotham, but Samuel Shenton, who founded the International Flat Earth Research Society in 56, 56, do you feel like- 1956? 1956. Okay. So like a hundred years after Robotham is like, this is insane. It could be a cube. We don't fucking know. This other guy said like, actually, I don't know but it probably is flat. Like, do you feel like flat earth culture embraces this stuff or is it just all about the newness of uh, social media and propagating these ideas and maybe uh, related tangential conspiracy theories? Um, I think based on all the videos I've seen, they don't really talk about a lot of history So I don't even know if they know their forefathers that came before them in this great movement. Like, it's all very new. Like, the things they talk about are very just like, this happened in 2015. Well, as we saw in this person's video in 2016, like, they don't really talk about, like, this culture believed this. Although sometimes they do point back to, like, this is nothing new. We believed this in 800 AD. And it's like, maybe that's a red flag. (laughs) <laughs> but they don't see no, I mean, it's just crazy to me that they wouldn't go to their forefathers, so to speak, as further proof, considering that in the 90s, the International Flat Earth Research Society peaked at 3,500 members. And then they started finding each other on the internet in the mid-90s. And then there was a number of different online flat earth societies. So it's interesting to me that like for what i think honestly because of the proliferation of youtube and the way that conspiracy theory algorithms work you no longer had to seek out like i believe blank now i'm going to look for people who also believe blank it's just i'm looking for a music video and then suddenly you are served an insane thing that helps confirm it's not you it's everyone else that's very real. That's very real. Um, <laughs> I, I do think 
I don't know if this is actually true. This is just my experience. But when I was looking at this stuff in 2016, like the actual flat earth videos from people who were flat earthers were much easier to find. But when I looked for stuff today, it was a lot of like major news stories about flat earthers, like people Mm -hmm. making fun of flat earthers, like people debunking flat earthers. Like those were all the primary results. I had to really dig to go through and find actual flat earth content. And even then it had a little disclaimer from YouTube with the Wikipedia definition of flat earth, which I think is very funny. Like that's their like fact check. Um, Yeah. So maybe the (laughs) algorithm has been doing a little bit better. I'm going to fact check myself (laughs) with my own information. I added, Oh my God. YouTube does that, but it's just like, why not simply Wikipedia just makes it very silly to me. Um, Steve, do you think that there is anything to the idea that like the, uh, the ease of website creation which is a problem that information scientists have pointed out the idea that like, you know, something like, Oh gosh, y'all should sponsor us, but Squarespace or whatever. It makes it so easy for you to make a website. And like the idea is that you can make something that looks very professional so that if you are either a, a complete idiot or B very easily duped, you would go, Oh, but it looks so professional versus like, you guys remember websites of the mid nineties, late nineties that are like, there's a lot of flashing shit online and there's like a page counter on it. And there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit on the site that makes the it- heaven's gate cult, which yes. is own other thing. Yes. Their website is incredible. It's oh. so flashy and yes. cool and it's preserved forever. Exactly. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Like you would go to that. And if you were a semi reasonable person, I'm not going to say reasonable person. If you were somebody who was like, ah, I don't know about the JFK stuff. You would go to that website and you would go, oh, no, Mm-mm. not for me. No, thank you. But if you went to a flat earth site now, it might as well look like a legitimate business. Oh, you yeah. You would feel like that's like part of what's driving this. I for think sure. Be. I mean, in, I mean, you people, you don't even need a flashy website. You can just make a very terrible graphic and put it on, <laughs> on Facebook and because it's on Facebook, it is considered, it can be considered by people to be, well, it must be real. It's on, somebody posted it. Somebody shared the link on Facebook. You can't just make a link to something if it's not true. You can't make a link. You have to be really smart to make a link. Scientists (laughs) make links. But we don't believe them. (laughs) No, but they, they make wrong links. They make the links that I don't like. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I think just I think we've it's only gotten easier and easier for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, as social media and stuff like that grows, I think yeah, to have a especially if people are willing to believe a meme, then yeah, to have a yes, Squarespace. It can be Wix. It can even be Wix for free, it where can, where it, it has be to be flatearth.wixsite.com, and be, if it's on yeah, and it has a Wix banner at the bottom and people would, would still buy it. They're still like, that's fine. I think yeah. they have actually gotten better over the years because they have more money now. They've gotten way better at graphic design. 
Um, I saw an advertisement for, I believe it's called Flattoberfest, um, which is the Oktoberfest of Flat Earth. It's a convention happening on this October 24th. This is a plug. I will not be plugging my social media. I will be plugging (laughs) the Flat Earth (laughs) convention happening this fall. Um, but they had this whole like graphic thing with like swirly stuff and like a professional font that wasn't just Times New Roman. So they have been getting better at graphics and marketing, which is scary. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the kind of thing that makes this go from harmless into uh-oh territory. Yeah. Uh, once we get into uh-oh land, that's oopsie ba- <laughs> That's oopsie daisiesville and we don't want to be there. That's those are both the sequels to La La Land. Um, <laughs> Oops, the James Eastville. Yeah, <laughs> that one takes place when uh, they follow Emma Stone uh, back to Nevada or wherever she came from. I don't uh, even know if they're like. I wouldn't even. I would say it's like not even sequels so much as like, um, they're they're the Frankenberry and Booberry <laughs> versions. Ah, <laughs> um, keeping it, it seasonal. <laughs> Very, ooh, very sp- the spookiest of breakfast foods. Uh, <laughs> going back to that New York article for a second. So this, the, the author of it uh, went to the first Flat Earth Conference, which uh, took place somewhere outside of Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, is this something that you would want to go to, Kylie? Would you want oh, to Oh, absolutely. Event? Yeah? Um, okay. I want to see it in the flesh. I sure. really do. Um, I think the scary thing about... A lot of them, I've been reading a few art because I was talking to my friend who recently went QAnon and I was trying to like get through to her. And so I read all these uh, articles about how the anti-vax movement of the left is like feeding into the QAnon of the right. And so a lot of these like wellness um, conferences have become these like breeding grounds for conspiracy theories to live in there too. So it's like where you used to just talk about essential oils, now there is flat earth in there as well. And so it's very weird that now you can't, you can get it all in a one-stop shop and it's not the quaint little separate flat. I want to go to a quaint separate flat earth conference is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I want it to be untainted with all the other stuff that is, that could be harmful. You want the pure stuff. You want, you want the, you want just the, you just want to mainline the real deal flat earth. I want to rail the firmament, firmament talk. (laughs) I I don't. I want the ice walls. I don't need anything else. I don't want to talk about vaccines. Right, right. You don't need. You don't need an expo. You don't need somebody no. palming off uh, some sort of colloidal silver that you take in absence of medicine. You want somebody who's going to sit there and go, "Here's the thing. I tried to shoot a rocket into the sky, and what happened? Nothing. Therefore, oh. I'm right." Man, are we talking about Mad Mike Hughes? Oh, we are. Because yes, he are. launched himself into the sky uh-huh. at least three times. Yep. And then I think he died. Yep. Let's get into that. Tell us what you did about that guy. <laughs> Since we're here. Since we're all here, might as well. But he, yeah, I don't fully like I watched a couple things but I don't fully know what he was trying to achieve he said I'm launching myself in a rocket to prove the earth is flat but I don't know what that does other than kill him (laughs) yeah uh at some point 
pre-death, he was trying to blast himself off a portable ramp that was attached to a motorhome he bought through Craigslist, went up nearly 1,900 feet, and after a minute or so, parachuted back down to Earth. And so the Earth is flat yeah. because of that. Because of that. Uh, what is, what's the quote? Let me find the quote. The quote is, do I believe the Earth is shaped like a Frisbee? I believe it is. Do I know for sure? No. That's why I want to go up in space. <laughs> That's why I'm going to put my ass in a flaming, like, launcher, and let's just fucking see. It's insane! Well, also, I mean, what are you, what's it gonna, here's the thing, you go up in space to see the Earth, but... They seem to agree that it's circular, surrounded by an ice wall. So no matter what angle, they're still going to be able to say, well, yeah, we're just seeing it. It's flat and we're just right on top of it. We're just looking at it straight down. Yeah. yeah. And if you wanted to see the what the Earth looks like, just hop on a plane. I feel like with the amount he spent on materials for this, which like seems extensive, he could have hopped on a flight to like Vegas or something and just looked at the world from 50,000 feet and then went and the, then you could see it. But his thing only went like 2000 feet. So I don't know. I'm yeah. not about to to break down the logic of a guy who lives alone in Apple Valley, but um, <laughs> it's well, just mind boggling. We do know that. um the, yeah, he was filming for the Science Channel television series Homemade Astronauts, which never, no. No, they shouldn't no. enable that. And uh, also, uh, real quick, his, um, his PR representative said that they used Flat Earth as a PR stunt, but he doesn't believe that Mad Mike Hughes was actually a Flat Earther. But that seems like some retroactive... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, even in death, I history. still represent him, so I still got to make him look like not an idiot. Wait, <laughs> is a he client. a flat Earth agent? <gasps> or no, he he was a representative of he he was somebody, uh, to my knowledge, in the flat Earth community trying to go up into space to help. Oh no, okay, I think I misunderstood what you said. I thought he, I thought you said that somebody was talking for him like he had a flat Earth representative. Oh no, he just oh. had a PR representative. Oh, that's also crazy. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. if you're going to be the star of Homemade Astronauts on the Science Channel, Kylie, it's true. you're going to need a PR firm <laughs> and you're going to need You're going to need best. somebody to yeah. negotiate those numbers. But yeah, but I mean, he died. I love and the idea of being a flat earth agent, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're stars now. There's people, they need, they need their, like, uh, their appearances managed. Is yeah. this our backup careers? I'd love to. It might be my. It might be my front, front down career. I might switch right now. I think this is moving up to my B plan uh, from my like L plan. <laughs> Now's the time. Um, yeah. there, there was this part where in the same article from the New Yorker where they basically said, to be clear, Hughes did not expect the flight to demonstrate Earth's flatness because that height of nineteen hundred feet, two thousand feet, uh, to low too low you can't even so tell. he just wanted to go to space yeah he it, he but he doesn't like that the mainstream media was trying to portray otherwise that was a practice flight his flat earth mission would continue and then he launched a rocket from a balloon aka a raccoon 
R O C K O O N, which, a word I now love. Uh, that was supposed to go up like 70 miles, and then it would be like, hey, this is proof proof. That was just. But he wasn't going to be in that one. I don't think so. I think it was just. To so why did he have to be in the others? I have no idea. And it seems very convoluted from all the research that I tried to gather in trying to figure out the timeline of exactly what this guy is doing and why. I still, I still don't entirely know what was the point of it. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people screaming for some kind of attention. <laughs> Yeah, apparently he said that he, there was a quote saying, like, Associated Press, where he said that he thinks the Earth is a frisbee, where he said, I don't believe in science, I know about aerodynamics and fluid dynamics and how things move through the air, but that's not science, that's just a formula. He made a rocket, that's, like, very <laughs> impressive. He used science and engineering to manufacture a rocket, and he doesn't believe what he did is real. It's in. It's so maddening. It's so mad. Like, is there one aspect of flat earth theory for you, Kylie, that is the most maddening? Because I have one, but I want to see what yours is. And what oh, Steve's man. Might be. I have one, too. I think it is the, well, the ice walls is, is its own thing. But I think it's the, like, the projections of the sun and the moon. Like, mm. when they're talking about, um, like... I don't know. They're like, the, if you ask them any question about like, well, why do we see Jupiter sometimes? Why do we see the sun? Why do we see the moon? They're like, oh, it's a big projection. It's a big like display system. And it's like, who, who did that? Was it God? Yeah. Who made the display system? Like, they're not inherently religious all the time. A lot of them are like violently atheist. So I'm wondering where the like, because, like, the biblical version makes sense, kind of. If you're in your brain, like, there is a holy firmament, the earth is a dome, God is above the dome. Like, okay, sure. But if you're an atheist, if you do not believe in God, but you do believe that there is something sophisticated enough to make a interactive display of mm -hmm. the sun and the moon, I don't understand that. Uh, that's the most mind-boggling to me. Yeah. Yeah, that that is one of many, but that's definitely top of the list. Yeah, uh, and the way they talk about eclipses, too, they're like, it's so crazy how the display made it look like a three-dimensional object was moving in front of the sun. It made it look like the moon was doing that. I mean, you got to hand it to it. That's impressive. Like, they were, like, in awe of the display or the, like, fake nature of it which i find very funny and they're like oh well it has to be a self-eclipsing sun the sun has to have like a little like puppet shade in front of it that's just closing <laughs> but i like that they're impressed with like the nature of how extensive the display is yeah the fact that they're like wow science really is like that i don't believe it but it is it. like the being impressed by it um, Steve, what is it for you that is the most maddening? Oh, for me, it's absolutely, um, the ice wall because, you know, it doesn't take that much, much to think, all right, well, the earth is hottest around the equator because that's what gets the most exposure to the sun. Therefore, the ice is at the top and the bottom where we 
doesn't see the sun as much. And I don't know what's the explanation when it's the earth is a plate. The earth is a pizza with ice crust. Why is there ice there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like why not a ring of fire? Yeah. That holds us in. And also if you go to Antarctica, it's not all, which they could do. They (laughs) could easily do it. If they have rocket money, they have Antarctica mission money. And like, it's I've not all into- ice walls. Sometimes it's just flat ice. So where's the yeah. wall? Yeah. I've looked into going on a cruise to Antarctica and I'm not a boat person. We have established this on this podcast. I would go to a cruise to Antarctica because otherwise I don't know how the fuck I'm going to go there and see it. Uh, it's possible. You can go to it and see it. Why it would is so not- possible. I have a question that I just, I've never thought about before. Maybe they've mentioned it in Behind the Curve and I was just too busy laughing at um, some of their music and uh and wardrobe choices to hear so let's say the earth is flat and it's surrounded by ice walls what's on the other side what's on the bottom they i think they've just kind of said nothing like they're like that's well is it dirt sand more water (laughs) some models depict it as like a sort of like like a V where it's just like a V of like dirt. Um, but I don't know if that's like, that doesn't seem. Yeah. They don't, I don't know if they address it. I don't know if they know that the rest is heaven. Um, but going back to your original question of why do evangelicals like believe this stuff? Mm -hmm. I think it's a very sinister thing where, um, like, evangelicalism is is being it was okay we're going very deep but they were co-opted in the 80s by the republican party Mm -hmm. um to equate corporations with good and like slapping in the abortion argument into policy so that they could trick them and then now we've creeped all the way into white nationalism to where evangelicals are white nationalists are QAnon, are all this stuff And it's become like a weird sort of death cult that is very scary. Whereas before it was just like, oh, walk away from the Planned Parenthood, chill out. But now they're like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I think you are onto something as far as like why they would do this. It's just all now part of an even broader belief system, which is just we are anti, if you're for it, then You're I'm against, against it. Yeah, and it, it doesn't exactly, even make sense yeah. anymore at this point, which, I mean, honestly, that kind of ties into the idea that, like, what's on the other side of this flat earth? Nothing. It's because they don't need to think about it because when you start pointing out the holes, they're just like, and then they, it's not even like their head explodes. They just walk away or they're just like, well, you don't get it. Like, no matter what they don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's just no way to win on your side of things because logic cannot prevail and they always have the thing that they pull out of their pocket which is well that's just what you've been conditioned to believe and then you're stuck chasing that which is like well yes because i like i've existed in society but if you disavow society completely we can't have a conversation okay yeah exactly uh what do we think is like how do i put this okay So there's scientific skepticism and denialism, right? And scientific skepticism is when you go like, you know, 
hey, I'm Galileo. I have an idea. The, the sun revolves. And somebody goes, uh, that's new. Go on. <laughs> and they're like, just not believing it at first. And then Galileo's like, no, 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 let me show you. Let me show you. I mapped it all out. I got a telescope. We got the whole thing going. It's right here. And then they're like, oh, he might be onto something, right? Versus denialism, which is, hey, I think we revolve around the sun. And somebody goes, no. And then they just like throw a temper tantrum like a baby. Why do we think that flat earthers really fall into the denialism camp? And why would they deny something so dumb that the earth is round? Again, not a thing that I think people were really, really focused on recently anyway. I don't know. I think it's like a, a psychology thing of like, people talk down to me. So I, it must be everything surrounding the earth itself. It must be my entire foundation of reality must be false. Otherwise, why would have, would things have turned out this way for me? Which is like kind of sad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it's so fervent. They just love it. It's also like a culture thing of like, they, again, like you said, they have fun. They have friggin' songs. Yeah. Like, I Sometimes, wanna be in that club. Yeah. Some of them in the documentary, I don't know how they feel now. Things have probably devolved, but in the documentary, I feel there were also people that didn't even seem 100% sold on the idea of a flat earth. They almost seemed like they're just, seemed, some people seemed a little more casual about it. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you dabble. I dabble yeah. in flat earth, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's not my whole thing. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, it is their whole thing. And even just like having their foot in the door is enough for like all of their friends and family to stop talking to them. And they're like, I don't care. That only makes me stronger. <laughs> it's sad yeah uh and it's not just the u.s i know that i've mentioned american-based flat earth groups but it's also there's a flatter society in the united kingdom i believe that it's happening in other western countries uh it seems like it's i don't want to call it a growing phenomena but it's not going away which is the weird thing because you would kind of think there's a part of me that goes Oh, flat earth joke. That's very 2018. You need to punch up your script with something that's a little bit more fresh, right? But it's still here. That's the thing that kills me. Do we have any theories as to why there has been longevity to this conspiracy theory and why it's just continued to grow apart from maybe just the algorithms keep feeding you specific information? Or is that the answer? Yeah, I think it's just... I think it's a weird thing of the world keeps getting more absurd, so the conspiracy keeps getting bigger. Sure. And it's like we're dealing with like just crazy amounts of uncertainty and just bad stuff happening every day that it's like, yeah, if I were like kind of in that hole, I'd dig myself way deeper into that because it at least is like an explanation for everything that's going on. So I think as things devolve, it's only going to keep getting stronger. Um, So Popular Science put out this article that says 10 ways you can prove Earth is round, which is is, like delightful and upsetting at the same time. Uh, So I'm- Are they ranked? (laughs) Yeah, what are the top ones? 
Okay, so the first one is the moon. Nice. It feels big like one. A, yeah, that's a big one. Um, so so uh, uh, here, beyond the moon, wait, I'm oh, I, I'm yes, gonna yes. be a, I'm gonna be a flat earther, and you explain to me why the moon proves that the Earth is flat. Okay, great. Okay, so the moon. Wait, you want me to prove why the you want to tell tell me why uh, tell me that why the earth and I said that completely wrong. I'm gonna be a <laughs> I'm gonna be a you flat earther. You and Kylie are gonna be flat earthers. Yes, and we're flat I'm earthers. Going to try to convince you. No, no, no. The earth is round. By yes, yeah, by we're explaining the moon. You. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So first off, the moon. Um, the moon. Uh, while it was kind of a mystery. I'm to gonna stop you right there. Hollywood soundstage. Yep. <laughs> And uh, I have a question too. Um, have you been to the moon? <laughs> Next, move okay. on. <laughs> okay, the horizon and ships on it. So like you go down the beach, you look out at the horizon, you've noticed uh, ships don't just like appear out of the horizon. They seem to emerge from beneath the sea. Okay, I just watched a video on this actually. Um, so you've put a spoon in a glass of water, correct? At mm -hmm. some point. Mm -hmm. um, well, the the spoon looks all freaky in the water, um, and it looks uh, wrong. And what I think I gathered from this video is that all objects are just spoons in water, and so <laughs> it looks like they may be going over the edge, but in fact, they are just kind of, everything's refracted, but then they do go over the edge eventually, but we're not gonna focus on that because um, Bill Gates, the Jews, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. gonna say, I, well, and, and to, to piggyback on that, I'm also gonna say Bill Gates, Jews, and um, what, what big boating isn't telling us is that all boats are submergible. All boats oh. are also submarines. So All what we're of them seeing are from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where they go under, but they can still <laughs> exactly. <breathe. laughs> all 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 boats have uh, black pearl magic, and gotcha. mm -hmm. prove to me that they don't. Prove to me that every boat prove doesn't have magic. Prove, prove to me. me. Prove it. Okay. Prove it, prove it that boats aren't magic. All right. What about the way constellations change? So, uh, specifically, there's a story about Aristotle back in the day. He goes to Egypt. He comes back to Greece. He says the stars in Egypt and the stars in Greece are different. Uh, and that can only be explained if humans are viewing the stars from a round surface. So the sphere of the earth is, it doesn't matter what the size of it is at this point for him. He's just understanding that if you go to a different place on earth, the stars change. Interesting. Um, I will ask you if you've ever had a projector in elementary school. Um, you know how things are projected onto the screen? Mm-hmm. I mean, just a big one of those. Yeah. And you can move the little paper around on the screen, um, and why would it be any different? Also, I would like to know, if there are stars and uh, constellations, as you like to call them, who's to say that those aren't moving around? Who's to say the stars aren't moving and shaking and changing their arrangement? Yeah, I think they're just, it's, your teacher is just kind of putting her hand on the little uh, slide and then just giving it a quick spin. Sure. Um, and that's God. So <laughs> next. That's your bud. Um, that's my friend. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, 
uh, <laughs> I was going to say your companion, and I'm like, that might be too strong a word. No, 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 no. No, no just friends. Yeah, just We're friends. friends. Yeah. <laughs> Colleague, if you will. Colleague, if you will. We still do drinks, but oh, we're that's not nice. like... Like a happy hour. We don't do sleepovers. That's all I'll say. Right, right. Yeah, gotcha. The the office Christmas party. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, all right, so shadows, right? So if you see a stick in the ground, right, or tree or something, it's going to produce a shadow, and that shadow moves as time passes. And if the world is flat, then two sticks, two trees, whatever, in different locations would produce the exact same shadow. But they don't. They produce different shadows. Huh. You lost me. That's confusing. That just seems like words, words, words. I've not watched any videos addressing shadows, actually. So I think you're just trying to... I think you're the gotcha media, honestly. Yeah. And I think oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, the, yeah. I'm saying the earth is flat. I'm not saying the sun can't move around and change shadows. I'm just saying the earth is flat. I am the Katie Couric of the podcast world. Yeah, I feel um, got. Um. <laughs> okay, so seeing farther from higher. So if you're on a flat pl- plateau, you look ahead towards the horizon, our old friend. And then uh, you take out binoculars, you look at them, you see as far as you can with your eyes or with the help of the binocular lenses, and you see how far you can see. And then try to climb up the closest tree, higher the better. Look again, stare at the same point. The higher you climb, the farther you're going to see because of the Earth's curvature. That wouldn't Uh... happen if the Earth was flat. You couldn't see that because it's round. You can see farther the higher up you go. Mm, I feel you could see farther if it was flat. I, Next, Next question. No, 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 no. Go back. Explain. Explain. Okay, well, I actually did watch a video on this. I've uh, done a lot of research. But so um, the person who made the video took a picture of a building, um, and he measured that that building was like 400 feet tall or whatever, but it looked small because it was in the distance. And then he measured his car. And his car was like however many feet a car is, like 10 to 8, I don't know. Um, and he uh, put the car, like a picture of the car, and he mm-hmm. transposed it onto the picture of the building. And they were the same size. Mm. So um, riddle me that, Soros. Yeah. Next. <laughs> uh, riding a plane. You guys ever been on planes? No. No. Okay. All right, never mind. It's Hollywood soundstage. <laughs> Hollywood soundstage. Sound All right, other planets, right? The Earth is very different from other planets, right? But if you look out, you look, our good friend Galileo looking at moons around Jupiter and the rotating Jupiter, and that, has, that sort of leads to this idea of like, huh, there's other stuff going around. A flat planet, ours or any other planet, would be such an incredible observation it would pretty much go everything against how we know planets behave, right? It would not just change Uh what we know about planet formation, but also star formation. Our sun would have to uh, act completely differently if we were flat, right? The speeds and movements in space, the way we sent uh, rockets and people to the moon, right? All that would be very, very different. we didn't go to the moon, first of all. Um... (laughs) I don't. I thought that that was pretty elementary. I don't know why mm. I have to explain that part. But mm. you've been a child. You've been a baby with a little mobile uh, floating around your head. Um, mm-hmm. And those planets are flat. So um, I think that all planets are flat. 
Yeah. Um, I'd also, I'd like to add, girls are from Venus because they don't have a penis, and boys are from Jupiter because they're more stupider. So. Okay. Yeah. I would also like to add that. Yeah. Honestly, that part is sound logic. That's, that's the part where you may have convinced me. It checks out. Uh, time zones. If you're in New York, very different than being in California versus being in Tokyo versus being uh, in Cairo versus being in London. Explain time zones. Right. Why would um, we need them? Clocks run by lizards. Okay. Okay. Like a lizard is behind the clock? Like a lizard person. Um, oh, I don't oh, think you'd oh, be okay. asking questions unless you were one of them. So mm. I'm trying, you can't, this is a audio format, but I started doing a fun blinking thing that no one will be able to see. Yeah, because uh, you're a lizard. So um, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, yeah. The pull of oh. gravity. Uh, so mass attracts things to it, right? And the force of attraction or gravity between two objects depends on their mass and the distance between them. So gravity will pull the center of the mass of objects down, right? So the idea is if you're on a flat plane, the center of the mass of a flat plane is in the center. So the force of gravity will pull anything on the surface towards the middle of the plane. So you, we, we can't, the apples fall from trees as Newton pointed uh -huh. out no matter where you are, because gravity exists around this and the center of mass and distribution of mass can't exist the way that it does now. Well, that's just the dome. That's just God pressing down on the dome. Mm. Um, because the dome, you know, it uh, exerts pressure because we made that up. And mm -hmm. so um, that's what we think. But okay, um, uh, I don't understand how that does anything. Um, what I want to talk about is, uh, ships never go over the horizon. Mm. Yeah. So, gotcha explain that. There. Yeah, Wait, explain that. I mean, I mean, I try, I tried to, they, they, they look like they are emerging from the horizon. They're right, not... but we see the same thing and we think they don't. So, yeah. um, <laughs> And uh, all right. Just to one go last... back to gravity for yeah. one quick second. Yeah. Gravity is so we don't float off the earth. I don't understand why you're talking. I don't know what mass and volume and all of this. Yeah, has to do I think with I anything. mostly just don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And so I, I don't mean, I can, yeah, we can make we're... up words. We can make up words and stuff. We can make up things. stuff all day long. Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, what about images from space? The many, oh, many, many. Have you heard of many. Photoshop? Okay. All right. Yeah. There's actually a very, um, there's a very good and informative video I watched um, where they play a little bit of audio from a real NASA guy. And he says, well, we use Photoshop to create a composite image. And then the guy did a very uh, cool and fun thing where he took that audio and went, cool, composite image, composite <laughs> image, composite image. And that really, um, that really sent the point home for me. And it was a really, uh, it was an important part of my development in this. Yeah. <laughs> if, if people say something enough, it has to be true or they wouldn't say it so much. They wouldn't you know? say it in that scary voice. No. Right. That NASA guy's voice wouldn't have dropped like that. Sure. If it weren't scary. All right. Uh, I have been proven wrong and you guys are correct. Debunked. Uh, I, will say, I will say this. How much do we think, going back to our real selves for a moment, how much do we think 
flat earth theorists are into this because they just don't like the idea of being talked down to. Like they're just narcissists. Yeah, I think they've created their, um, their whole little ecosystem that they don't want to break away from. They have their own little drama. They have their own thing. And I love the drama. The drama is like some of my favorite, like one of my please, favorite parts of Flat Earth. Please tell us. Please tell us like a couple of your favorite dr a Flat Earth drama episodes. So Patricia Steer. Let's talk about her because she's mm -hmm. this kind of like, I think like mid-60s, but like still has like really hot hair. Um, and she's like kind of Botoxed. She's like, she's, she's like a sexy lady. Mm -hmm. um, and she was like kind of the flat earth reporter. She had a pl flat earth podcast called flat earth and other hot potatoes. And she would interview everybody in the flat earth community. Um, but then after behind the Hurt curve came out, she started dating this guy who, oh, and people thought that she was dating Mark Sargent for a while because they had like a little flirtation ship, but it never went anywhere. But then she started dating this other flat earther who was in the community named Antonio. And he um, started uh, sexually abusing her at some point. And so after that happened, and after that kind of like got leaked or went public somehow, he started pushing the narrative that uh, she was trans. And so the kinds of people who are in the flat earth community are not necessarily the biggest allies. Um, and so all these like men and like, they're all men. Like she was like the one girl, she was one of the guys for like so long and they all turned on her because they were like, she is a transgender, like, uh, infiltrator put up by the CIA. And they actually said, because her last name or her name is Patricia, the last three letters of that are CIA. Um, oh my God. Uh, why would you, if you're. That's the thing I'm always telling people when they're uh, in the CIA is stop putting CIA in your name. Stop it. It's the biggest tell. It's my, the, my friend who works for the FBI. Her name is FBI. And I keep telling her, <laughs> stop doing that. It's, it's a tell. Um, Dem, but yeah, she basically, <laughs> yeah. And she was run out of town. Like she deleted her entire social media presence. Oh. She deleted all of it because she wouldn't stop getting harassed by these men who hated that she was like an attractive woman spouting yep. flat earth conspiracies. And you'd think they'd want a hot lady on their side, but they do not. That is truthfully very fucked up. It's very fucked up. Like I it's, feel bad for CIA Patricia and the fact that she had to go through all of that. I know. Well, she's at least in the CIA. So I hopefully she's getting like a paycheck, but it is yeah. very sad what they did to her. Um, most of the drama is like a little bit more lighthearted than that, where they're like, okay. this guy is a, this guy. Well, they're all, all the drama is inter-conspiracies within each other. Like, they're like, this guy is a government plant. Even though he is on their side, in their community, if anybody gets too big, they're a government plant. Really? So let's say somebody, uh, like a Mike Hughes or Sergeant or et cetera, like any of these people that blow up, whether it's their videos blow up or whether it's, hi, I'm from MSNBC and we'd like to talk to you. Those guys immediately become labeled plants or is it- Yeah, they, Mark like, Sargent got labeled a plant 
Um, wow. Well, I think it was because of his longstanding feud with uh, the guy who was kind of the inventor of Flat Earth, but went like very off the rails. Not the inventor, but like one of the first YouTubers to mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Um, they just, they don't, their distrust runs so deep that they don't trust people who are saying the exact same thing. They're thinking that they're like double agents who are trying to get all this information on Flat Earth, disguise themselves within the community, and then eventually turn. And they don't know when they're going to turn. But this has levels. This is there's crazy so to many me. levels. It sounds it's exhausting. <laughs> it is. And it like being in a cult is exhausting, right? Because you're having so to- much work. There's so much work and you got to worship the leader every day and blah, blah, blah. But cults are like one guy at the top and that guy is determining everything. So there's no cult leader, so to speak. You know, I use that term loosely here in flat earth. So therefore, anyone and everyone is a suspect at all times. Yeah. If they're suspect of any form of hierarchical society, then you're going to run into some problems just from an organizational standpoint. Oh, my God. That's so exhausting. Yeah, I mean, it really is just like pulling on the thread of a sweater. And like, you just, it just gets messier. Just like Weezer say, if you want to destroy my sweater, whoa, 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 pull this thread and it'll get very messy. And that was a message. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This is, uh, have, you watching these videos, obviously you are a very reasonable, funny person, Kylie, is, but having watched these videos, is there ever, ever, ever a moment where you go, hmm, just even for a second, or are you always like, this is fucking insane, like in the way that they're presented? It's, yeah, it's always nuts. I think the one thing that did make me pause was the flight pattern one, mm-hmm. where they were like, the planes never go across the ocean. And I'm like, why does it look like that? Mm -hmm. Maybe. But then I thought about it for maybe about 15 seconds. I remembered my own personal experiences flying over the ocean and I went, oh, this is wrong. But I think that was the one thing that fooled me because they showed a map. They showed a map. It was an official looking thing. It was a direct feed from the, I don't remember who controls the sky, but whatever the cops of planes are. Um, <laughs> plane cops. Plane we cops. Gotta, all, all plane cops are bastards. It's true. A, P, A, P, C, A. A, B. A. <laughs> <laughs> Callie Brinkman, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Is I've learned any- so much. <laughs> I know, truly. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug at this time? Um, just follow me on social media at Deadeye Brakeman, and if I ever do something real with my life, I'll post about it there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can watch all of Kylie's amazing, very hysterical videos on there as well. Highly recommend, and I don't say that about everybody. Nice. So, I know. Just gonna, I'm just going to shove it to all of our previous guests. Uh, I'm not plugging <laughs> your shit. You know what? No, all of our previous guests, no other, no other guest until you, Kylie, has been able to prove to me that the earth is flat, and now I'm a believer. So. Yeah. Well, I made a difference here today. Yeah. yeah. And that's all that really matters. The more yeah, you so, know. So yeah. all you other guests from Why Do You Know That before this episode, kick rocks. <laughs> 
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.